Day one of development camp is now officially in the books, and there are a few prospects that you should keep an eye out for. I got the player profiles throughout the entirety of this episode. We have a lot to discuss in today's episode of Locked on Devils. Buckle up, everybody. Be excited for the futures because the NHL All-Stars of tomorrow were able to put on a brief show for us media personnel. You're Locked on Devils, your daily podcast on the New Jersey Devils. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hi, this is Bryce Salvador, and you're Locked On Devils with Trey Matthews. scores! Oh, Steven stepped up, nailed him. Rodora's got the puck. What a shot. The Devils win the Stanley Cup. All righty now. What is up, New Jersey? Welcome back to the Locked On Devils podcast here on Locked On Network. I'm your host, college hockey play by play announcer, Dell's Rider for Pucks and Pitchforks, and also part time credential MIA member, Trey Matthews. I am coming to you live from RWJ Barnabas Health Hockey House as day one of development camp has concluded for the New Jersey Devils. Now, as many of you know, it's kind of hard to gauge development camp, especially on the first day. It's mostly a practice, and we know the point of development camp is basically to get an early gauge to see how some of the prospects are developing, no pun intended, for the Devils. It also gives some players a chance to try out and possibly punch their ticket to the NHL or at least get their foot in the door. But nonetheless, it was still a great experience, was able to get a lot of sound bites. And speaking of which, that's how we're going to construct today's episode, because like I said, it was mostly a practice. It was a chance for a lot of the players to get their feet wet. So there's not really much for me to dissect for the time being, obviously, when we get to the scrimmages, which I believe is going to happen on Wednesday and also Friday, then we'll have a more full-fledged breakdown. But for the time being, some of the players had a lot to share. So that's what I'm going to do on today's episode. I'm going to give you guys a brief background on each prospect that I'm going to play the soundbite for. I'm sure many of you already know their history, where they were drafted, or whatever the case might be, but still want to provide you guys some of the scouting report, courtesy of Elite Prospects. So the first prospect whose soundbite I'm going to play, as you guys know, the Devils did not have a first-round selection in this year's draft, but the first pick for the Devils uh, in 2023 was Lenny Haminaho. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly, but here's the scouting report. There's no doubt about Haminaho's best quality being his intelligence. He's an extremely smart off-the-puck player at both ends of the rink. He finds quiet ice and pockets of space in the offensive zone, popping in and out of the slot, anticipating possible passing lanes and rebound opportunities. So here's Lenny's post-practice press conference. I had the chance to ask him a few questions. Hopefully you guys enjoy the soundbite. Take it away. What it's like to finally be here. Obviously, I'm sure the last couple of weeks have been a lot. Crazy last two weeks, but yeah, I'm happy that I am here now. When did you arrive and what are you sort of taking in from this experience? Yeah, we arrived uh, Saturday evening uh, with other Finnish guys and yeah, it's been a little bit tough first days about time differences and stuff like that, but it's getting better. What are you hoping to take out of this experience? Yeah, it's uh, great to see the organization stuff here, uh, other players who are drafted for the Devils, so it's uh, great to be here. So, so do you know anybody else who's here? Or? Yeah, I know the Finnish guys who are here also, but otherwise uh, all guys are new for me. Does that make it easier to have some friends and people you know from Finland with you? Yeah, of course it's uh, helping a lot 
that here is uh, Finnish guys and one Finnish coach that I know is a Finnish, so that's a good thing. Ever since being drafted, I know you've only been here for a short amount of time, but how's it been being a part of the Devils organization? Yeah, it's been great. I have uh, met, met the staff and uh, teammates here, so uh, yeah, I have uh, enjoyed my time here. Do you have any goals set for yourself uh, this upcoming year? Yeah, I think the uh, smartest move for me is to play in Finland next year, uh, be a bigger player for, for the team there and get more ice time than last year. For anyone who hasn't seen, what are some of your greatest achievements this past season? Yeah, I think I was able to play in men's, men's league a uh, whole year. I uh, was able to get in more ice time more and more and yeah, was able to in playoffs uh, score goals and play good there also. So I think it was a good season for me. How do you describe yourself as kind of game you play? Yeah, I think I'm more offensive zone player. I like to be with the puck. Uh, I think I'm a smart player and can, can create scoring chances to myself and my alignments. Yeah, it was an uh, unbelievable feeling, of course, uh, with, with my family and uh, me also. And was happy to be, be a New Jersey Davis uh, player. And what do, you th what do you think the, you gained from that experience last year and then wanting to go back to Finland? What do you sort of hope you can bring your game to next? Yeah, I think I, I hope that next year I can bring more my offensive zone game, uh, my skills there, uh, put up more goals and uh, be better at power play, what I think is my strength too. So I think that's uh, what I want to improve most for next season. In, in the team you're going to play with, is there that room for you to grow there? I think we have talked with the coach that uh, he sees and I see that I can take the next step and bigger role next year. Lenny, when you got drafted, anybody on the doubles reached out to you? Sorry? When you were drafted, who on the doubles reached out to you, would they say? Uh, I don't know. Any of the players on the doubles reach out to you when you were drafted? Uh, no. Lenny, how about the impact of your brother? What kind of impact has he made on your career? And what was it like growing up with your brother? Did you guys play hockey all the time? And yeah, it was big, big of course. We played uh, in the same team, uh, I think, since we moved to Pori. Uh, yeah, it was a big, big thing for me, and I, I love to play with my brother. Was there anyone, uh, Asap, that's the team you play for in Liga, right? Um, was there anyone in particular, a veteran player, that you went to for advice, for you know anything that, that would kind of help you, guide you along? Any player in particular? Yeah, I think we had a good, good, experienced guys there. Uh, yes, they also who who have played in NHL and uh, good leagues before. I think he was, uh, of course, he was our captain and uh, he was helping me a lot too. What did you learn from him? about leadership, about being a leader, that type of thing? Yeah, I think that, that he just showed what, what it to be a professional player, uh, what to do every day in the ring and give your 100% and lead the team. Do you know uh, Tapias Vilan that's here? Yeah, I know. What do you think of him? Yeah, I think he's a great player. He was uh, playing so good last year in uh, league and playoffs, I think. He, he will be a really good player in the future. He's a strong guy. Is that those are his strengths? He's a tough, tough type defender. 
Yeah, I think uh, I have played against him and he's that kind of player that uh, it's not easy to play against him, so yeah. Before we continue with more sound bites and behind the scenes action, let me tell you guys about FanDuel. So take your first swing at betting MLB on FanDuel and get 10 times your first bet amount in bonus bets up to $200. That's right, just 20 bucks and you'll land $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. There's $200 you can spend betting everything from money line to the over and under to who you think is going to get the first home run all on an app that's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Plus, when you win, you can get paid instantly. There's no better place on MLB than FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. So sign up today and visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get up to $200 in bonus bets. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. FanDuel, the official partner of Major League Baseball. Next player on the docket is Seamus Casey. His technique as a handler is nearly perfect, and he's as comfortable on the forehand as he is on the backhand, as comfortable blending in the first touch or pass reception into a dangle as he is dangle into a pass or a shot. It's a real thing of a beauty to watch the right-hand defender when he's feeling it with the puck on his stick. So here's what Seamus Casey had to say shortly after day one of development camp. I like sort of being here now a second time round. Does it feel a lot easier? Uh, yeah, I mean, just knowing everyone. Um, it's a lot of fun to be back. Like, it's such a welcoming environment. And uh, seeing all the, a lot of the same guys again, there's some new faces, which is fun to meet new people. But, um, you know, yeah, seeing everyone again is a lot of fun. And they do a great job on the ice and off the ice. So I'm excited to get going for the rest of the week. Can you talk a little bit about your season in Michigan and just how things went and, and that first experience of that NCAA? Yeah, it was great. I mean, first of all, like, I just I love my teammates and like our staff. Like that's what makes it great at Michigan. Um, just being surrounded by those guys every day was you know uh, made the season easy. Um, we had a pretty good year. It came up short in the end, but hopefully we can uh, you know do better next year. But yeah, it, it was a good year. Um, you know, started off like as always. You got your things to learn as a freshman, but um, I think our seniors and older guys did a great job of like bringing us in and teaching us the ropes a little bit, so it was a good year. When you're in a second development camp, is it almost easier to take a lot of the things in because you know your way around, you sort of know a lot of those things? Yeah, I think, uh, like, just again, like, learn, I you know learned a lot from the guys last year and mm -hmm. some of the guys that were, you know, playing in Utica, and, um, you know, you just take what you can every day, and, uh, you know, it's like a like similar schedule, kind of, and, um, like I said, knowing the staff, like, coming in, you just kind of feel, like, at least, you know, knowing <laughs> the building this time around, like, everything just kind of feels more... Um, you know, less stressful, I guess. Uh, so, yeah, it's definitely better. And what are those things that you, someone can take away from a camp like this? Um, I think, like, watching, like, the older guys last year, like, like they work they work so hard, but they're not, like, they're not stressed out. Like, they're just taking it, you know, drill by drill, day by day. Um, and I think, like, I kind of started to realize that towards the end of the camp, just, like, that's something I took away, like, maybe, you know, halfway through the camp last year. And coming in this year, like, I knew I'd just, you know, just have fun and, like, work hard. Like, you're here for a reason. Everyone's here for a reason. So... Um, once you kind of accept that and, you know, things get kind of easy out there, you know, just, you know, in your mind. Seamus, what can you say about the time Luke had uh, in the playoffs and, and what he taught you this year, <laughs> what he did teach you? Yeah, I mean, it was so fun watching him. Like, you know, we were all watching those games and um, just so proud of him, like, to step in right away like that and have an impact is, is special. It's not something you get to see very often. So, um, you know, I think, like, the thing about Luke is he's just so, like, kind of chill. Uh, like, he's just, like, ups and downs. Like, he takes him so well. Uh, that's one thing, like just learning from him. Like um, anytime, like making mistakes or making good plays, he's just so even keeled out there. So uh, I'd say that's you know one thing I've taken from him. What are some of the things uh, you're continuing to work on to add to your game? Uh, I think strength is a big thing. Um, you know, I put on a little bit of weight, 
uh, this this summer and spring. Um, you know, thanks to my trainers back home and uh, my strength coach in Michigan. That's a big thing. Um, and then just continuing to work on on finding new ways to improve. Um, you know, on the ice. What are some of the goals you've set for yourself this season? Uh, I, my goal is kind of to gain like about 10 pounds of muscle. Um, you know, you want to do it the right way, like eating the right way. Um, you know, slowly. You don't want to just kind of throw on a bunch of weight for no reason. Um, I think that's the, that's the biggest focus right now. And then just continuing to figure out what I can do on the ice, you know, how to take away space as a defenseman and how to gain space, you know, playing offense. Just always trying to figure out new ways to do that. For anybody who might not be aware, what were some of the highlights for your, uh, for yourself this past season? Um, I think making it to the Frozen Four in Tampa um, is just kind of the biggest thing. Uh, winning a Big Ten championship, you know, back-to-back. Um, you know, I wasn't I obviously there the last year, but it was a big accomplishment for the, the program. And, um, those are our two biggest, and you know that was a lot of a lot of fun, and definitely not not easy to do. So hopefully we can get back there. Are you more of a defensive type defenseman, Seamus, or how would you describe your game? I always say you know a two way two way defenseman. I like to add a lot of offense when I can, but um, you know defense is my game. Like um, you know, and can't really say offensive defenseman because I'm a defenseman first. Um, so I like to say two way defenseman, but you know often I like to play as much offense when I can, and you know whenever I can get that puck in my stick and make a play, I like to. James, what can you say about the versatility of your game? I know you've, you've even done some forward a little bit there too, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think, like, you know, at first you're a hockey player. Um, you know, something uh, when I was getting recruited in Michigan, like, um, that was one thing they said, like, just, you know, be a hockey player. I remember I took that kind of kind of literal. Like, you should know how to play every position and you should know what to do in kind of every situation, like, generally. Like, um, you know, if you're a defenseman and you don't know the responsibility of a winger, like, you know, you, it's stuff you got to know. So I think um, that can add to your... Know, to your value to any team uh, in any situation. Is that camp in Plymouth something you're looking forward to too? I mean, you can actually use this as kind of a springboard, huh? Yeah, yeah, I can't wait. Um, you know, anytime you get to, first of all, like I love seeing all those guys again and, and uh, that staff, it's a great, always a great time in Plymouth. Uh, anytime I get to go back, I'm glad to. Um, and yeah, I think it's, it's so competitive, like here and there. Uh, whenever you're in a competitive environment like that, you're bound to get better. So um, you take those opportunities when you get them and, and use it as much as you can to, to help yourself. Uh, well, who was your who were you basically partnered with last year for the most most? Uh, it was mostly Ethan Edwards. Um, yeah, pretty much down the stretch it was it was almost all Ethan. Um, and how did that how did that chemistry work? Why did that work so well with you and Ethan? I think we have a lot of we have some similar play styles. You know, we like to play offense, and but you know we're obviously like like I said, defenseman at heart. And um, you know, we just we were really really good buddies off the ice, and I think that's the most important thing when, when in team chemistry and individual like player to player chemistry is if. The closer you are off the ice, the closer you'll be on the ice. Um, I think we understood our, each other's game really well. You know, who's going to go, who's not going to go, that kind of thing. We're always on the same page there, and uh, I think, you know, that, that worked pretty well together. James, do you at some point have the aspirations to kind of do what you did and jump to the levels at some point, or do you want to finish out your college career, or do you not know yet at this point? Honestly, you just take it day by day. Like, um, I think, you know, talking to, to management and, and seeing what's, what's going to be the best route. Like, my goal is playing the NHL. Um, I love Michigan. I'm thankful for everything Michigan's done, and um, you know, I, I, there's parts parts of every person that plays college hockey. Like, college is a lot of fun. Like, just meeting all those people, and you know, staying is never never a bad option. I'd love to stay, and I, I you know, I want to play in the NHL. So, whatever the, the best path forward is, is you know, what I would take. Okay, so this next player is quite intriguing because he's not going to be suiting up this week, and a lot of people are wondering where is Chase Stillman at in terms of his development. Well. I don't really know what the plan is for him in the future, but obviously the Devils selected him in the first round back in 2021. They got that 29th overall selection 
via the Kyle Palmieri and Travis Zajac trade just a couple years ago. But here's a scouting report on Stillman. Call it a motor or energy or engagement or drive. Stillman has it. He is willing to go above and beyond, willing to play whatever role needed to the maximum of his ability, give his team the win. He knows when to go after to try and retrieve it and will head to the best areas of the ice to get a scoring chance. So here's what Chase had to say, despite not being able to suit up this week. It's always exciting to come back and, you know, you're back in the NHL now, back in New Jersey at a, in a facility like this and with players like you're playing with. So uh, it's, it's always fun uh, this time of year. Does it feel kind of crazy to think that you're one of the guys here who have been here the most at these development camps? Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's a little different now, thinking that it's uh, it's my third one now and, you know, guys come to the league and the 05 is just getting drafted. and. You know, it's kind of a nice responsibility to, to be the guy to help out now and, you know, tell them what, what to expect and, you know, you know, things to learn from. Is that something that's been asked of you at this camp? Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, one of the things, too, I'm not skating uh, this week down here, and I think that's one of the reasons why they brought me down is still to, just to be kind of like uh, a leadership example and, you know, being one of the returning guys now is just uh, help some of the younger guys, help some of the guys that maybe are even – my age or a little bit older but just new to Jersey so yeah, it's nice to be that guy. What do you as a player learn from an experience like this because it's all compact a lot of things happening at once but what do you take from something like this? Yeah I think a lot of it's just like the, the pro mentality you, you come in here and now you're, you're skiing with everybody that's a, a pretty exceptional player and uh, practices are that much harder it's just everything's faster and I think the one thing you can take away is that when you go back into your summer training that you want to practice and compete at this level. What's it like coming into a camp like this, knowing that you're eligible to play, you know, in Utica the next year and just sort of have that next step in your career? Yeah, no, it's uh, it's obviously a big jump, um, you know, playing pro for, for the first year. And, you know, hopefully I can play in New Jersey as fast as possible. And if, but if I end in Utica, I'm just, it's, it's really exciting. It's obviously a big step for me and for, for hockey-wise, but also just life-wise, you know, for the first time being away from home, away from a Bell family. And, you know, I'm really looking forward to it. What's the biggest jump in your game that you've seen, you know, through your junior career to right now? I think it's just starting to be kind of my identity. I think I'm starting to be, you know, a little bit more comfortable of what, what's expected from me here in, in New Jersey, you know, talking to Fitz and, and, and talking to folks and, you know, what, what they want from me. And I think, uh, you know, I'm really starting to kind of fill into my shoes and, and be the player they want me to be. Is that also, you know, filling out who you are as a person? You know, you talk about identity. That doesn't just mean something on the ice. It's off the ice. Yeah, I think so. Um, I think the biggest part of my game is that I'm a competitor, you know, and I want to win. I don't want to be on a winning team and in a winning organization. And it looks like this is, you know, the way that this organization is trending. And yeah, to be a part of it, it's just it's going to be really exciting. And then what does it mean to you to be part of an organization where they do give young kids the, or young players the opportunity to succeed? Exactly. It's, um, it's everything you can ask for. And uh, it's two things about hockey. It's, it's opportunity and confidence. And you got, you got to be ready for when you get it. And... Yeah, it's just uh, it's really exciting knowing that you know they give a lot of guys chances here and a lot of opportunity and not not a lot of one and dones. You know that you, you might even even if you mess up, they give you they give you a second opportunity. So it's really nice. Chase, you kind of went viral a couple weeks ago with that hit that you threw in the Memorial Cup. Can you kind of walk us through what happened there? Yeah, uh, it was funny. I didn't know I was going to get that much uh, recognition as it did, but yeah, we were we were down three one, and uh, through the course of that term of the first couple games, I didn't think we were playing where where we wanted to be. Um, I, I'm pretty sure we were, we were pretty banged up. I think we were one of the most banged up teams going in that tournament just with the route we took and how many games we played. But yeah, going into it, I don't know, d down 3-1, I just figured, uh, I think I hit the post earlier in that game and I, and I took a bad penalty. So I figured I had to do something to chase something around and an opportunity came. I, it's not like I was going out there to hurt anybody, but uh, a guy cut across the middle and I 
finished them, and then, I don't know, second guy came in, I just, I was a little bit more ready than he was, I guess. Yeah, and, you know, is that the kind of game that we can expect you to bring to, whether it's Utica or New Jersey? Yeah, I think so. Um, and I think that's just the compete thing, like I said. Um, I'm not a guy that's going out there just looking to murder guys and or just run around and fight. I just think uh, that kind of, that happens the way that I play. And, you know, I'm a guy that's going to, that's going to get under guys' skin, not just with my mouth, but just, just the way that I play and being in guys' faces. And, you know, that's one of the things that I think that they, they expect from me is to be a hard-nosed player and a hard guy to play against, and that's what I'm trying to be. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, it's a, it's a really is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, and in a great city like Kamloops, it was, it was really fun. They had a really good setup, and it's always fun. You know, I've played with some guys at some international tournaments there, but uh, that was my first time competing against them, so it was awesome. What did you feel like, I mean, the crowd and the people and, the, and just the whole experience? I mean, yeah. Did you feel like a regular season game where you no. think it was, Different. Yeah, exactly. You could tell uh, it was pretty special, and especially when we were playing Kamloops, the, the atmosphere. Uh, you really feel the atmosphere when we got pumped on one, which wasn't that fun, but uh, it, was, it was really cool, and uh, it was a really special city, too. Uh, Tapias Vlin, the six foot one defenseman out of Finland. Here's what the scouting report says on him. He earned his full time with the Pelicans with a reliable presence in his own zone, leveraging sound off the puck reads, stopping power, and is unrelenting motor to keep the opposition at bay. So here's what Vlin had to say when we met up with them in the locker room. A little bit of time. Uh, what's it sort of been like for him? I should be retired on the testing, testing this morning and soft pass. I think I need to refresh the first thing tonight. What is what type of growth have you seen in your game these last couple of years? I think I got more like physicality, more speed on my game, and I got more confidence. So that I think that's the. One of the things that um, Dan McKinnon told me is that they're very high on you and what your potential could be. When you hear something like that from someone in that position, what does it mean to you and what type of motivation does that present? It means a lot for me. It's a lot of motivation for me to push, my, push myself forward. <laughs> and what does it look like to you to push yourself forward? What's that next step, you think? adjusting to being here? Yeah, just, that's just, it's just myself to be here and just improve my game and my spot in the If you could describe what your game looks like to someone who's never seen you play, what would you say your, your biggest asset or the things that make your game the best possible? I think my biggest, like, hitting my game is like my two-way mm -hmm. game. I can defend well and move my part forward fast and use the I think my stadium is I'm just so excited to come here. Finally. So I was excited to come here after the last season. I'm just looking forward to be here. Is there anyone uh, from the big league that was a mentor to you? Pelicans that was a mentor or someone you looked up to? Uh, I don't know if you know that but that one but Tim Weronen. I think he's I, I think he's been in, in my shoes when he was young, he was a talented guy, so he's been telling me a lot of good stuff and I've been following him. We'll talk, you talked a little bit about your physicality, yeah. when did that start to pick up? Was that something that you just started you know, really learning this past season? Yeah, I think last summer was the, was the like, like the biggest summer of my, my career. Mm -hmm. I improved a lot of my physicality there. What are some of the goals you set for yourself this upcoming year? 
take my spot on the roster. That's the that's the biggest thing. For anyone who hasn't seen, what are some of the highlights uh, for your personal play uh, this past year? I don't know. Maybe the two goals against TPS <laughs> at the finals. We got we got in the finals, but unfortunately we lost. What are some of the ways you are working out to improve your game? I just need to, you know, look guys that are are better than me and just follow those footsteps. What did you take away from that one game in the playoffs in Utica? I think the speed on the game was so much faster than in Finland, especially especially in the playoffs. So I think that was the that was the biggest thing. And the coaches, what have they told you they wanted you to work on? The, the coaches here, with uh, Jersey. I think the speed on my game. So oh, speed? Yeah, just to move the puck faster. When you talk about the faster. speed of your game, what aspect is that as far as defenseman goes? Is that like gaps up and and move the puck forward faster? Do you, do you think it was important for you, even though it was just one game, to sort of? get that taste knowing you were going into a summer trying to push for a spot was that an important thing yeah i think so it was important to come here so i get to know a little bit to the guys and to the north america game how about your, bro your brother elias yeah uh, how, what kind of impact has he, has he had on your career i think he is i started hockey because of him, because of him so he had a huge, huge impact in my career. Talk, talk a little about that. The, the, he was playing and you were watching him. What yeah. was going on there? Yeah. He started earlier than me. It's a year, so I I can't even remember, but I just know that. Is he a forward? Or? Yeah, forward. Oh, so there you go. So you yeah. guys were like, <laughs> yeah. going yeah. Is going that why into, you're different? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's older than you get to choose. <laughs> I just, I just want to go back a little bit to what we were saying before again with Dan McKinnon saying that when you're someone who has been, you know, in Europe sort of playing there, but some, you know, the team already thinks that highly of you, like how, to hear that, what does that mean to a person and someone who's trying to make a career in this league? I think everyone wants to hear that yeah. from the coach, coach you are playing for, for the next season. I think it's just a huge, huge thing. I can't say how huge that is for me, and that just motivates me a lot to push myself forward. What other things in your life motivate you? That's a tough question. <laughs> uh, or is it just inter is it just you who motivates yourself? Like, yeah, me yeah. and just to watch better players. That I think that. Did it, mo did it motivate you after being drafted so late? Do you feel as though? Yeah. I just wanted to be the steal of the draft. <laughs> okay. for, for people who might be unfamiliar with your game, how would you describe it? What are some of your strengths? I think my skating and, and my defensive plays. Are there any um, players in the NHL that you sort of model your game after or maybe watch to see how they, they do certain things? There's a couple like, uh, well, in Jersey's there's a Ducky Hamilton. Yeah. That's uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I'm gonna say that. Okay, perfect. So you, you feel as though you could challenge? You want to challenge for a roster spot in the training camp? Is that your goal? Yeah, my goal is to be my best in the training camp and hopefully, hopefully make the roster. We were talking to Lenny Amanahu earlier, yeah. and he said that you were one of, one of the toughest he's gone against in practices. You, you guys played internationally together. Yeah. Um, what can you tell me about Lenny? Good player, good draft yeah. pick there. Yeah. Great, great draft pick for you guys, and he got a great shot. Mm. I think he can 
can score a lot of goals for this team. And it's just, I'm just happy you, you guys drafted me. I hope you guys enjoyed today's unique episode of me providing some of these player profiles and who you should keep an eye out for down the line in the prospect pool for the Devils because I know they are contending for the time being, but it still does not take away from the fact that they have a lot of talent in their prospect pool. And those are just a few of the players, once again, to be excited for if they ever do reach the NHL level. So let me know what you guys think. What other players should I keep my eye out for the rest of development camp? So Trey Matthews signing out from RWJ Barnabas Health Hockey House once again. As I do to close out every show, continue to stay safe. Have a wonderful day, New Jersey. Go Devils. I'll catch you guys in the next episode. Thanks for listening once again.